0: big media believes you should be told what to think. We disagree. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson.
1: Okay, just before the break, I told you that we're not afraid of the tough conversations on this program. And when it comes to matters of race and law enforcement and history and culture, well, there are no easy questions right now. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us on American Viewpoints. And one of the Newer additions to the entire conversation is what's called critical race theory, and in and of itself, it has become a cultural and an academic and a political flashpoint of debate. Joining me now to talk about that is Donna Jackson from Project 21, which is the nation's largest network of black conservatives. And Donna, before we get into the specifics of critical race theory, what is the right way to talk about the issues surrounding race that we have in this country right now?
0: The right way is to not focus so much on race and focus on American exceptionalism. You know, the problem is that we have this critical race theory that is really just rebranded identity politics designed to keep this liberal caste system or hierarchy in place. It suggests that there is this superiority, inferiority position between whites and minorities where black people need uh, white people's permission to succeed. And I think that's the wrong direction. It's actually, what it's doing is creating a new kind of racism because everybody is a target waiting to be victimized and then everybody is privileged or a super predator waiting to criminalize someone. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it. You know what's really troubling is Martin Luther King said that we should not be judged by the color of our skin, but the content of our character. And critical race theory says that's completely wrong. We should judge people primarily by the color of their skin. And so it takes away this notion of merit. It takes away this notion of self-determination. It takes away this notion of responsibility. And it says that we're just reduced to a group, which is so wrong.
1: Over the past week, the United States ambassador to the United Nations said something to the effect of... That racism is woven into the founding documents of this country, essentially reflecting the critical race theory and the 1619 Project argument that at least part of America's foundation is racism as a culture and as an institution. And we certainly have a lot of sins in our past that definitely deserve understanding and probably still confrontation, but when we have people who are supposed to represent the United States saying, this is part of what we're founded on, how does that affect any effort to to find resolution, whether it's racial or political or class or otherwise?
0: Listen, you know, that is so far from the truth. This country was not founded on racism, Okay. You know, Martin Luther King wanted to be a part of what the Constitution afforded every American. That's what he said. He wanted us to participate in the freedoms that the Constitution gave us. And we're saying that somehow this Constitution is flawed. No, that, that's so far from the truth. Why would a whole movement start based upon the fact that we found the constitution to be a righteous document that everybody could participate in. So, you know, the, the people who are pushing this narrative want to, because there's no really winners in this sort of hierarchy that they have. They get to control everyone. So every Minority, they're always trying to find new victims. You know, now is Asian hate because we can't have people thinking that they can achieve on their own without assistance. And you know what's really, you know, disturbing is if you have a minority that actually doesn't fit into this narrow narrative of victimhood, then they call it multiracial whiteness. So somehow this minority that actually realized his own potential and didn't listen to what they said, he somehow identifies as a privileged group. That's so ridiculous. It's about what the human spirit can do. And listen, we've had slavery since for over 2000 years, right? We've had All of these things. And the human spirit has always been over been able to overcome. But what they want you to believe is that you can't without government intervention, without them dictating what level you're going to achieve. And you somehow have to ask them if you can achieve. And I think that's so far from the truth.
1: We're visiting with Donna Jackson from Project 21. And Donna, let me talk about uh, how we get from where we are right now, at least if you believe all the narratives in the media and in a lot in academia when it comes to the conversation over race and law enforcement and everything else. Let's talk about where we are right now and how do we get to what you just described uh, when it comes to talking about the issue of slavery that happened in the United States, of Jim Crow that happened in the United States. So, how do we address those? move forward, find some sort of solution without something like critical race theory? What's the what's the better alternative?
0: The better alternative is not to focus on. You get more of what you focus on. If I focus on falling, I'm going to fall more. But if I focus on achieving, I'm going to achieve more. You know, when you think about sports, you have an athlete who is a uh, uh, like Michael Jordan. What he, Michael Jordan did was visualize his ball going through that hoop each time. And be, he visualized that first and then he threw the ball. So we need to focus on our excellence. We need to focus on the fact that we've been able to overcome. You shouldn't be looking at slavery and Jim Crow as a point of bitterness. You should look at it from the point of what the human spirit can achieve. So it's too much emphasis on uh, what this country was about, what happened. You know, there was only a small percentage of individuals that actually owned slaves in this country. 25% of the slave states owned slaves, the vast majority Didn't even own slaves. There was all kinds of revolutions happening in this country, but we want to think that it is what built this country. And that's so far from the truth. If other cultures and civilizations can still achieve, despite the fact that they may have this bad history, then everybody can, but not if you stay at that point. It's not about looking backwards, it's about looking forward.
1: Donna, we've got about a minute left here on uh, in the segment. And so we can find what you write about this in your media appearances at Project 21's website. How do we connect with you on the web or or on social media as well?
0: Well, you can follow us at Project 21 at the NationalCenter.org. And uh, they have all the information in terms of media outreach uh, papers that have been uh, produced. We have a wonderful paper that has uh, a better deal for black Americans that was produced by Project 21. It's a wonderful read. It talks about, you know, real points that we can uh, work through to sort of balance the the economic disparities. So, you know, we, we, we're, we're not focusing on what happened in the past. We're focusing on what we can achieve, achieve in the future.
1: Okay, last question. The short answer question is can we, and I mean the entire nation, can we move past all of these current incendiary conflicts we're having over race right now in politics and media and everywhere else?
0: We can, and we need to get rid of the people who want us to stay focused on it. And that's where it starts.
1: Donna, thank you so much for the insight. Good conversation.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Well, just ahead and from one difficult conversation to another, if we say we value our constitutional rights, especially the Fourth Amendment in this case, let's talk about putting it to the test in a very difficult case. We'll explain what that is just ahead right here on American Viewpoints.